I met him one time and I forgot what the fuck he looks like. But he was good. He was young and he was good. Yeah, that seems about right. I just thought you yeah, I just thought your friends were one of the artists that didn't show. <laughs> no worries. Hey man, shout out to Let's Kick It Podcast, main yeah. event show. It's the North County function. Right behind us, if you hear it, is uh, Bridge the Gap, killing it. Yes, yes, and this is Louis Lope and Leslie's here. Yeah. And, uh, yo, I, I'm surprised that you actually had a beer. Totally. No, no. Oh, my bad, my bad. Oh, it was a root beer. My bad, it was a root beer. My bad. Hey, beer is a beer. Beer is a beer. Uh, I heard beer in it, and I thought it was just beer. I automatically just assumed that's, that's what it was. But, uh, yeah, like Smoke Dog said, we are here at Oceanside Brewing Company. September 14, North County Function. We have a lot of different artists tonight, and we're off to a great fucking start. Oh, my God. I like it. I'm going to bring some of the artists that perform over here and talk to yes, Let's yeah. Kick It. Let them kick it. You know, it was uh, it was the first time for one artist. Um, so another Yeah, she was artist. dope. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. Nikki T's here. Bloodstone's in the building. Obviously, yeah. Louis Lope. You know, Coffee with Leslie. Victor V, JT Active. Yeah. The man himself, Smoke Dog. Jam and Jay. We got Pac-Man right here. Hey, as a matter of fact, Pac-Man, get over here. Take these headphones. Let's do an interview right now. Uh-huh. All right, all right. Hello, hello, hey, everybody. What up, man? I, di- I didn't expect to do an interview. I got, I got live. We here. You know, it, it, stuff like this happened to me when I'm out here. So That's how it is. What, what, shows what's over going here, on, guys? Doing great, man. How are you doing? Oh, man, it was. I'm good, man. I just got off the stage and... Oh man, it's my second home. Yeah, dude, uh, I like your set, bro. Last time I saw it was uh, Encinitas. It was. It was Encinitas, dude. Uh, you weren't there, Leslie, but <laughs> he gets down with the freestyle. He gets fucking down. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, man. So, what you been up to, bro? You know what? Honestly, I just been working a lot on me. I think a lot of times we do a lot of things and we try to please everybody, but then we don't take care of ourselves. So what I've been doing is I learned a new word, and it's called self-care. Self-care. And I'm taking care of myself. I'm not worrying about nobody else. I'm writing music. I'm in the studio three, four times a week, trying to get in tricky records, these records. Man, you guys stay tuned, man. They coming. I'm working hard. They working. <laughs> Listen to the man. He's working. You know, shit, that's, how, that's, what, that's what we do out here, man. So... Um, you say you were the Intrigue Records, right? I am, yes. Yeah, how long have you been with them? Oh, my God, since 2005. Ooh, damn. So, it's a lot it's of history It's been a while, there, yeah. And there's, there's a lot of rapport there. There's a lot of brotherhood there. That's headquarters um, right there. And I tell people, I'm grateful I don't have a should night. Yeah. You know, he lets me have my freedom. He gives me my artistic freedom. Right, and it is cool, yeah. So. It's cool when you find people like that, that, you know, I will, what do you need from my album? Whatever you want, you know, whatever you need, you yeah, know, whatever as far you want to do. What about graphics? Oh, what is that's fine. What about yeah. clothing? That's fine. You know, what about it's just it's yeah, so, it's so cool. Change it and make it in their way, like kind of like putting mm-hmm. your site aside. Well, you know, in this business, you always have to listen to someone. Yeah. So you have to just understand that, and you just have to just do what you have to do to get where you're trying to go. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, that's yeah. cool, man. So, um, shoot, man, could you give us a little like a uh, rundown from the set you just played? Uh, what you mean, like a rundown? You know what I mean? Like the like the name of the set, like the oh, tracks? oh, actually, the, the the first song that I did was a song that's called. Um, let me go back because now all these songs are running through my head, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, 
Okay, well, the second song was called Walk, uh, which is a good one. And then the third song was called Drop. That's my new single that's coming out featuring KJ. So big shout out to y'all listening out for that one. Hopefully hitting the radio soon. Um, and then the first one was called... I don't remember what it's called, but it's it's out there, guys. Trust me. (laughs) I mean, party like a rock star. A town's fine at six one nine. Shoot, man. Well, um, do you have any upcoming projects? Right now, I think that we've got something that's coming up for Halloween. Uh, There's a big bash that I believe I'm gonna get uh, blessed to be able to be at and be a part of. Uh, Again, like I said, I'm working on a new EP that's getting ready to come out hopefully in 2020 by my birthday, 227. So all the ladies out there. I'm a Pisces and I'm sensitive, so my birthday is 227. <laughs> just shoot me a little message, you know. But uh, I'm just kidding. But no, it's I'm, I'm working really hard, you guys. You're just gonna get a bunch of pictures of Nemo, bro. <laughs> hey, well, you know, hey, send, send your best pic. You know, put your best face forward. <laughs> Shit, man. Well, man, thank you for stopping by and kicking hey, it for a bit, man. Absolutely. It's great, it great hearing you. Great seeing you again, man. And shoot, man. Hopefully, it's not the last time. It definitely won't. Thanks for having me. Simba G, what's up, what's up, what's up? I'm good, how are you? Hey, thank you, thank you. It was kind of nerve-wracking, but, you know, we made it through it. So I heard it was your first performance. Yes, it was. That was my very first time, like, doing my own thing on stage in front of somebody. Like, I used to sing and stuff, and, like, I've done, like, a couple things on stage, but never nothing, like, big or anything that was my stuff. So, you know, I couldn't really, like, do it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That makes me happy to hear. Yeah, because, you know, usually it takes a lot of balls to get up there. Uh, yeah, you should have <laughs> seen me before I got on stage. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I'm going to rethink this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The whole day, I was just like, fuck. Like, You're like, I'm really about to do this. Like, <laughs> is this really about to happen? Yeah. So, so how do you feel now that it's all done? Um, now that this is all said and done, you know, I'm, I'm really excited for what's to come, you know, just to see just to see other people rocking with me people that don't know about me people that don't know about Fayetteville you know people that don't know the the style that I bring this is West Coast people got a different type of ear out here so for people to hear my stuff and and be rocking with it it really makes me feel good man where are you originally from I am from Fayetteville North Carolina the nine dime two six and (laughs) well welcome to California thank you man it's a pleasure to be here yeah how long have you been out here um I moved to California November of 2017. I started off in Marietta. Uh, by June 2018, I was in Vista. And finally, right before my birthday in February, I got to sunny San Diego. Nice. So, you know, I'm, I'm loving life out here. The California life is definitely something different. <laughs> so what brings you down here? Um, You know, just moved out here to try and, try and take advantage of life, try to do something different with my life. You know, I've been through a lot. I've seen a lot. I've heard a lot. I've done a lot. And, you know, it wouldn't get me where I wanted to be. And everybody always talks about California, so, you know. Like, I got to see what's going on. <laughs> exactly. I was blessed enough to have my uncle help me get out here, you know, and oh, just great. been taking it in stride since I stepped foot in San Diego, man. Well, San Diego has been good for you so San far. San Diego right? has definitely been good for me. You know, the people out there are really dope. Um, it's, it's a different lifestyle all around, you know. It's definitely a culture shock because... <laughs> Man, there's nothing like back home. I can say that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. What is uh? What's one of the main differences you've seen in like the culture between here and North Carolina? Um, 
mainly how congested stuff is. That's the biggest thing. Like, there's a lot in a small area. And, you know, it's kind of like you ain't got no breathing room. But at the same time, I got ready access to any body of water I want to. So that's the best part about it. (laughs) Get to go sit by the beach and just clear my head. So, you know, I'm I'm loving it out here. Nice. Oh, Go ahead. Uh, no, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> can you give us a quick rundown of the set you just played? Um, so the set I just played, the first track that I did was called "Tonight." Um, it's basically just to feel good, you know, summertime into summer track. Get you, you know, like 2019 been a rough year for a lot of people, and there's been a lot of people that's been going mm-hmm. through some shit, you know, for a good bit of their life. And this is is just to tell you, you know, anybody that got bad vibes, anybody that's, you know, bringing any negativity into your life, you need to let them people go. Anything that's testing your happiness, anything that's preventing you from achieving what you feel like you need to achieve in order for you to be happy, let that shit go. Because it ain't doing nothing but holding you back from greatness, man. Yeah, that's that's my share right there. I strongly agree with that. Oh, man. Yo, so you still have some of that dreading left over from being on stage? Because it was your first time. So, like, what was going through your mind when you were up there performing? Um, Basically, the only thing I was thinking was, like, man, please don't let me mess up. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, it was just, like, you know, I really hope. I really hope somebody feeling it, even if it was just one person, you know. As long as somebody heard something different that they like, you know, I'm good. And I saw people clapping. The crowd was getting, uh, the crowd was getting into it. They was hyping me up. So you know, it really felt good. <laughs> nice. Well, um, what's next for Simba G? Um, honestly, I don't know, man. I'm just taking it in stride. I got a, uh, the singles that you heard tonight. Um, I'm working on getting those on streaming platforms like Apple Music and Spotify and Title and all that good stuff. Um, and then I am working on an EP. So shortly after them singles drop, you'll be hearing the full project. That's my goal. Uh, nice. I can't wait to hear it. When can Is, we expect that? Um, honestly, I don't have a time frame. I'm not oh. completely sure because, you know, I'm still new to all of this. I'm still kind of getting a feel for everything and the way I work. If I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to do it. So, you know, I'm just waiting on something genuine, waiting on something that I'm really just like, all right, I have to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, I'm just trying to build a local buzz, let people know, hey, San Diego got some artists. Even if they transplants like me, San Diego got a real live music scene. And the simple fact that it's not understood and appreciated yet just blows my mind because, like, anybody that's a true fan of hip-hop, come to San Diego and check out some (laughs) of these events because your mind will legit be blown. Right. I think so, too. Uh, Do you have a next performance in mind? Um, No, I don't. But for those that check me out, for those that have an opportunity to see the performance or to hear my tracks... You can hit me up at officialsimba.g on Instagram. Um, it'll be cool like breezy, C-O-O-L-L-I-K-E-B-R-E-E-Z-Y on Snapchat uh, and on Twitter. So, you know, if you want to work, I'm down to work with anybody. I follow back. I talk back. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm a normal person. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm all for good vibes, good people, good times. So if you got that, hit me with it. Nice, awesome. Well, thank you for stopping by and kicking it. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank Thank you you for blessing us with the set. First set, first performance on stage. So we greatly appreciate that. You you're going to hear me real soon, all right? Thank you. Okay, guys, so this is Leslie with Brandy J and Louie. Hi. 
How are you guys doing tonight? Good, how are you? Good, it's good to see you guys again. Yeah, and uh, I, I apologize for the last uh, interview it we did. Fine. <laughs> Why is it every time we see each other as hot as hell? I know, man. <laughs> We're all going to handle this much fire. Ayana, <laughs> <laughs> Ayana. So, uh, how you been? I've been good, busy. Just getting ready for season four of the talk show. Um, I have a busy October coming up. Finishing out the year strong, and then we're getting ready for 2020. So we have a celebrity dropping on our cover in October from Love and Hip Hop. So we're so excited. And then just getting ready to go up to L.A. and get my interviews going. That's right. Can you tell us a little bit more about the show? Yeah, so it's the Brandy J Talk Show. We're in our fourth season. We're on three networks. And I just really wanted to a talk show that not only interview celebrity but interview real people to get their journeys to inspire and motivate everyone and then when i interview celebrities i don't ask them about drama or anything like that because i want people to connect with them on a regular human level so um i'm just really excited for season four what we have going on i had to push it back a couple of months because i need to get mentally get ready for what's happening so i was like okay we're going to end out 2019 strong and go into 2020. Nice, nice. It's great to hear. So we met you at the West Coast yes. Radio. And you had mentioned you don't only do a talk show, right? You do like all these other things. <laughs> I have the talk show. I have the magazine, my clothing line, um, BJ Times TT Couture Curvy line makes the debut in LA Fashion Week next month. Ooh. October 12th. So I'm so excited and nervous. The casting call was today in LA. And I'm just like 10 years into making my own couture curvy line for curvy plus size women. So I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. I know. It's LA Fashion Week. I'm just like, oh my God, is this shit happening? And this is all on top of being a single mother, correct? Yeah, single mother of two. I think I have two and hopefully to have one more one day. And then, yeah, it's just when you want something, you just go for it. No excuses. Yeah, That's so true. Uh, I, mean, I don't have I'm, any kids. So I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just putting all these excuses, and I only have one. <laughs> no, you just have to go do it. That's why we tell everyone: it doesn't matter what you have going on in your life. If you want something, you just go for it. You might have to do it a different way, but you just go ahead and you make it happen, no matter what. Yeah, I guess a big thing is just getting started. Just getting started. Yeah, like, like I just didn't do know, it, even if you mess I up. I didn't know what the hell I was doing ten years ago when I got started, and I did it. And I always had a knack for media, so I just did my own talk show. There was no format to it, and four years later, we're still here. What did you start with? I started I started just doing red carpet interviews, and that's where I started uh, with my magazine, doing red carpet interviews, going up to L.A., interviewing celebrities, and then other networks saw me, and they were like, you should do your own talk show. And I was just like, um... Okay. So I turned the red copper interviews into my talk show. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you did the talk show before you did the Lux Curves? I did. No. The talk show came about because I was doing Lux Curves. Oh, wow. So I was doing the red carpet, and I was doing my own interviews, and then it turned into, it was at first Lux Curves TV with Brandy J, and then everyone was like, you need this to change the name to the Brandy J Talk Show, and that's what I did. How long yeah. have you had the clothing line for? This is the, my debut. My debut, so um, I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm partnering together with Tarita Torres. She's a couture fashion designer. So we're doing a capsule collection under my name. And, you know, I picked out the designs and the fabric and everything like that. So I'm really excited. From all this journey, what do you find the hardest? Keep, keep going is hard because 
I'm so hard on myself. Like, I feel like I should be further along than where I am. And everyone's like, you have to be patient. I just want more so fast that I have to be patient. So being patient, it can be hard if you're not a patient person. But, you know, not giving up is even harder because you have so many people coming at you and you have life issues. you got to stay focused and doing what you have to do. And... I lost my train of thought. <laughs> 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 I like had a good question too. Um, um, how do your kids see it? Like they, well, my son, he's nine, so I actually started doing my business when he was three weeks old. So this is all he's known his whole life is mommy doing this, um, and that my daughter, she's eighteen. So they they've been the one who motivates me. They've been the one who wipe my tears. They've been the one who's been at my events helping me. They are my motivators. And you know, my son is like, "Mommy, you can't give up. This is all you've been doing my whole life." So I can't give up because it has to mean something. You know, me being away from him when he was so young. So it's just like I gotta make sure this happens. Make it worth it. Yes, I have to make it worth it. Yeah, yeah of course. And what do you? Um, what does your daughter say? Like, is she the one that's gonna take over after her sometime? Or I don't know. Her major right now in college is computer engineer. Oh. Um, but eventually, I do want to leave the company to them. Not anytime soon, though. <laughs> uh, but that's the plan: is to leave it to my children. So my children and my grandchildren are gonna have a legacy. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. So where can we find you next? Oh, my God. Where am I going to be next? I'll be in L.A. Fashion Week, and then I have the West Coast Radio uh, Media Expo. Then I'm going to Tennessee in November. So I'll be traveling the end of the year and then getting ready for next year. That's a lot. <laughs> and holiday season. Oh, I know. It's I have mommy out. duties. I know. You're a mom before anything. Anything so it's else. They don't care who you're interviewing. They don't care what you have going on. They hungry. They got costumes. They need school supplies. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. And where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Brandy Kirby J. That's B-R-A-N-D-E-E. Curvy with the K-J. And you can follow Lux Curves Magazine. L-U-X-E. Curves with the K, and that's it. That's it's easy to find me, Brandy Kirby J, and Lex Curves. And the website is lexcurves.com. We just rebranded it. We just relaunched our new platform website. So go check it out, everyone. Luxcurves.com. It's amazing. We're the only upscale, upscale publication for curvy plus size women. So you got to come out and support. Sure will. You guys heard her. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me again. Well, thank you for being on. And hopefully I'm next so time glad. we see each other, it's not hot as this. Show. I know. There needs to be air conditioning. Right, Third time's a charm. I know. Well, you guys have a good evening. You, you as well. Too. All right. Check, check. Oh, yeah, we out here. All right, Bridge the Gap, right? Yes, sir. Awesome. All right, guys, we are here with Bridge the Gap. Man, you just played earlier. I liked it, man. Could you give us a little run through of that set? Man, you want to get the song selection? Yeah, yeah, the song. Okay, so um, I started out with Usual, which is a track off my album I released last year called Her, that part one. Um, and then I moved on to Bless You. Which is a uh, track that's actually about the album's about yeah, to drop. Oh, can I get closer? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. here we go. Here we go. I'm sorry. No, no, you're everybody. good. <laughs> um, so that project will be being released next month. Okay. And um, 
So pretty much every track after that is from off of the album coming out. Ah. So I have Bless You. Then we went to um, Smooth. Smooth, we moved to Any Other Way. Say My Name. Uh, I had a, you know, I put a show mix, so I didn't just, I was running through the songs. I kept throwing some hooks. You know, we did the hooks for the first two songs, and then we had to turn it up a little bit. Um, So I did Rockstar, Summertime, which is uh, another track from her, that part one, my album from last year. Uh, We're about to do a remix, and that's going to be coming out on uh, Scooby D. So shout out to Scooby D. Uh, She's going to be performing tonight at, at the Whisper Mansion Party in Escondido. Twenty-five dollar oh, okay. tickets. You feel me? Ooh, so if y'all trying to come see some yeah, adult entertainment by the mansions, you should hit the that mansions, shit up. <laughs> pull up. Um, then I did uh, Body Talk, which is another track that's coming out the album featuring Scooby D. So shout out to Taj Legacy of PMG Camp. You know PMG, the whole PMG fam. You know Hollywood Fall, CJ Sweets, the Swisher Man. Shout out to Scooby D. Shout out to Young Screw Hefner. One time, my guy Mac P. Uh, we out here. Shout out to the motherfucking activated main event, the podcast, the, the Kick, Kick it. it podcast. Yes, sir. <laughs> the Kick It podcast. Shout out to the po- Kick It podcast. I done had two beers now. And they were 7%, so I'm kind of feeling myself a little bit. Now. <laughs> That's right. No, it's good. Saying, shout out to is the that, main event. Is that liquid cutter? Co- is that, uh, that, that liquid, liquid cutter? That's that liquid Man, I'm sober, man. I'm all real. I was slurring and shit. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm getting drunk off this environment. Yeah, you got you to gotta try the alternate take. So shout out to the Oceanside Brewing Company too for having us. You feel me? Uh, letting us do our thing tonight. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. So tell us about, a little bit more about yourself, man. Are you originally from San Diego? Yes and no. And I say that because my family's from San Diego. I was conce- I was inserted from San Diego. However, my dad moved my mom to St. Louis, where he's from, to have me born. And then I came back to San Diego by the time uh, I was two. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm from the town. Yeah. I, I was raised here, grew up here, but I wasn't born here. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? But I was born vicariously, you feel me? Because I came right back. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So, yeah, I'm from the town. I'm from San Diego, southeast. Um, I actually was everywhere around the county. But, yeah, you know, we just kept it everywhere. I mean, I lived in El Cajon. Um, the only place I, I never lived was like Imperial Beach. You know what I'm saying? I lived in East Lake, El Cajon, uh, Paradise Hills, which is where we kind of like got some stability. So I've been there the longest, mm-hmm. right? I, I went to Morris High School in San Diego off Skyline Drive, um, Bell Junior High, you know what I'm saying? So right. I was a Paradise Hills ki- kid, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, lived in Kearney, lived in Linda Vista. I just got an apartment in Lakeside. You know what I'm Congrats. <laughs> so we thank you, appreciate that. So, you know, I'm trying to get out here, man. You know what I mean? Word, word. Yeah, so uh, how long have you been doing music for? That's crazy. Somebody else just asked me that. So this will actually be 10 years. Wow. Okay. Seriously, you know what I mean? Like, I was doing poetry coming up as a right. kid. And you know, singing in choirs every blue moon, but not really, but not doing really like your own music. It, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then yeah. I went to my dad. My dad is actually uh, the first San Diego artist to get a major label deal in 1983 for hip hop. Oh, you know what I'm saying? He signed up uh, MCA, which is now Universal. Right. Um, but yeah, so way back. So I kind of, you know, I kind of got some some brick layering as far right. as the, my foundation. Um, but because he was an artist. 
it, it was a strange, you know what I mean? So I didn't really know my dad till I was like 22, and I was about to have my own kid, you know what I mean? And it was like, man, I'm about to become my own dad, you know what I mean? I need to get to know my dad a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. And so me and him started kicking in, and then I actually got in a group with him in 2008 and um, went on my first tour, 50 City Tour. Huh. My wife was pregnant with twin boys. And I took them with me, her and my young, my oldest, which was she was one years old at the time, and uh, we went on tour. And um, my sons were actually born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I never had, I never been to Milwaukee in my life before that yeah, day. That's where you were at the time. Yeah, we, that's where we were. And so I ended up having to stay there for a month because they wouldn't let us travel with the twins. You know what I mean? So I had to get out there. We had to get like medical insurance and everything to be in Milwaukee and to keep them for a month in Milwaukee. And luckily we had family that was there, which is the reason why we ended up going. Because we were actually on the tour and we went to Atlanta and um, she started dropping. And we had like $1,000 left. And we're like, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? And so it was like, I really wanted to go to St. Louis because I was born in St. Louis. My dad was born in St. Louis. My grandpa and these were my boys, right? So I'm yeah. like, let's go to St. Louis. And we got to Indianapolis, and we are like, calling family in St. Louis trying to get somebody to pick up the phone, and they didn't pick up the phone. And we had cousins in Milwaukee, and they're like, just come here. We got a house for you guys, everything, da-da-da. And it worked out, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, yeah, nice. 2000, so 2008 was really, I guess, when I really started being serious about it, you know what I mean? And then by 09, I was touring, doing shows, you know, uh, recording. And then I moved to Arizona. It's like, boom, right after that, we got a house in Arizona. And so I was in Arizona from 2009 to 2017. And I just moved back 20, 2017. I moved back to San Diego. Damn. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a crazy story, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, yeah, so, you know, tap in, you know what I mean? Check out my um, YouTube. You can see, you know, pretty much, like, you can see the music that I was doing in Arizona before I came back out here. Um, up to up to date to now, you know what I mean. You know now the Instagrams and the Twitters and all that <laughs> stuff. So I'm trying to you know step my social media yeah. platforms up. But yeah, is that the only band you've ever been in with your dad? So okay, so my first band was called the Mix Mass Stars because mm-hmm. my dad's group was called the Mix Masters, right? Um, and so we came out with the you know we modified modern update <laughs> the Mix Mass Stars with a Z, right? And then um, then I when I moved to Arizona. We started doing, we started working with another group, and they were called the New Breeds. And so basically I was like, so the group was called, so my dad is called Mike Master Trick. And so then as he got older, he started going by King Trick. Well, then we moved to Arizona and worked with this group. He was King Trick, and they were the New Breeds, so we were called King Trick and the New Breeds. Shout out to Bloodstone. You know what I'm saying? And so, so I was the end. Mm-hmm. Right, because I'm not King Trick, even though that was my dad, and I wasn't the New Breeds, right? Because I was, I came with my dad, yeah. So I was and I would tell people, so it's King Trick and the New Breeds. Well, I'm the and, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it was crazy because of how it was like, like a metaphor, because you know my dad's signed in the '80s, so he's older, right? And then these New Breed casts were like young guys, and like I was in the middle, so I was kind of like bridging the gap. What? Boom. Mind blown. <laughs> you see what I'm so now I go by. So when I first started, I went by PhD. That's when I started, and now um, I go by Bridge the Gap. Because you're bridging the gap. Bridging the gap, and like that's that's the goal. Like you know that's what I mean. A, At the end of the day. A, oh, that's a dope name. That's what man. I'm trying to do with, the, like with my that. music. It's it's my music. It's the movement. You know what I'm saying? Because I can, you know, I'm I'm getting up there in age. You know, 
<laughs> but uh, you know, I put my backpack on, and they, yeah. I can still pass like I'm going to college. You know, yeah. and, you feel <laughs> what I'm saying? So I'm like, so I can still hang out with the old heads, the OGs, like my man. You know, shout out to uh, Bloodstone, like I said earlier. But then, you know, I'm rocking it with young and up and coming artists like Scooby D from the mm-hmm. town. You know what I mean? Like are really blowing up and, and buzzing out yeah. here. So, so yeah, trying to bridge the gap, man. Riding between two generations. <laughs> you know? Yeah, really big gap. That's crazy, man. I'm, okay. <laughs> so what, what has been your biggest struggle during this journey? My biggest struggle? <laughs> Women. Because <laughs> you're married? Yeah, I'm married, and now I'm separated. Okay. Right? And it was the business and, like, just being away, you know what I mean, and having to go to studio sessions. You know, I got a girlfriend right now. I got two shows tonight, and I'm already, like, you know, don't be coming in here after five by five in the morning. It's like, well, this business kind of it happens sometimes. You know what I'm saying clubs don't let out till two. Yeah. If you're you know polying and socializing with other artists or something, they want to go do something else. And so it definitely, if I had to talk about my struggle, yeah. it would definitely probably be that right. Um, someone to understand you for sure, that absolutely yeah. somebody that can act like you said understand. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I feel like I'm understanding. Right and 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 again, what people know about me, like they're like, you're so patient, and you know that you have such a big heart, and blah blah blah. And then I'm like, yeah, well, where's the other person like that? You know what I mean? So we yeah. can, so we can I kick need to it. My yeah. You know what I mean? Can we kick it? Can I kick it with somebody else with a big heart like mine? Yeah. You know? So and yeah. Talking, I guess you got to struggle with the kids now, right? The kids, no, the kids, no, because I love my babies. You know what I'm saying? I'll do anything for them, so they ain't even the struggle. That's not the struggle like, at it's all. Just women. It's the women. It's they mama. You feel me? Like it's it's so that kind of So you said you had twins, right? Yeah, I have five kids. Five kids. Yeah, I, like I knocked them like bam, bam. Then I got the bogo deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right I won't get one. Bam. Like yeah, they, so I got my my eldest is 11. My twins are now 10. Right. Cause they were right, the right next year. They were like they call them like Irish triplets because they were literally like 13 months apart. And so my daughter's birthday is July 08. My boys are August 09. You know what I mean? So like, oh, are you ready to go? Bam! Here's another one. You know what I mean? Like, end up, like I said, I got the Bogo deal and got twins out of it. And then I had two daughters after that, um, 2011 and 2013, both June babies. So those are my two little Gemini's. Um, so I got three girls, two boys. Damn. Currently. That's amazing. Right. Five kids. Hey, the, the Bible says be fruitful, fruitful and multiply. So, you know, I'm still out here. Like, I'm multiplying. You know I mean? I'm multiplying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I figure I, figure I probably got, like, maybe another five years. There's definitely five people that my DNA is in, so you're sad, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For sure, right? And how do they, um, what are, what are their thoughts on your music? Um, they, they love my music. Mm-hmm. Actually, my, my album that's about to drop um, mm-hmm. next month, my son is on it. So you guys know the song. What's the song called? Um, Lucid Dreams. Yeah. You make my heart break. You make my heart ache. Right. Yeah. So I took. I got that sample. He. So he loved that song when it came out. Juice World. Juice World. So when Juice World came out with that song, he was just like every time singing that song, singing that song, singing that song. I said, Yeah, come with me to the studio. He's like, What, Dad? And so he came in, so he recorded the whole song because that's his jam. And I brought all my kids that, that day, so they all got to do something. So I have another song um, that'll come out on my solo album that has my daughters singing on it, right? Oh, wow. But this particular song, he sang it, 
And so we took the piece of the song where he says, you make my heart ache, you make my heart break, right? And we looped that, and so that ends up being the, the hook for the song. And it's a, it's a deep song because I've been through a lot, like I said. And so he was a little like, oh, dad, like he's talking to his mom. So his mom's telling me like, yeah, you know, he felt some type of way that you did, that you used that song to say what you had to say. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm deep. Like, y'all, like, this music that I play tonight, like, that's the turn up, have fun, party. Right. But I got conscious. I got personal, like, like usual. The one that I play usual, I only did the hook because they was telling me, like, oh, all ages going to be kids, and I had to, I had to tone it down, right? right. But, um, <laughs> so, like, because I talk about some real-life situations, and so I guess he was kind of a little, he never told me. Mm-hmm. But his mom said, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, he didn't know. He apologized to me because he didn't know that you were going to do that with the song. You know what I'm saying? And because I, it's deep. So y'all got to tap in if y'all want to know what I'm talking about. The song is called HBK for Heartbreak Kid. And it's featuring my son. And we, he, already got a, he already got a music name. He already got an artist name. So he go by Element. Element. <laughs> and, it's, and it's L with the apostrophe, Ill Mint. Right, oh, I like that. Yeah, so Element, Some um, creative so shout out to my shout out to my baby boy Demure. Um, little, little, he, it was first he was gonna be Little Mint. He was like, I'm gonna be called Little Mint, Little Minty, and I was like, <laughs> Why don't you put the apostrophe in? It'll be like Element. You know what I'm saying? That like, deeper. Whoa, you know dad, what I mean? And he was like, I like that, Dad. I like that. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my babies for real, uh, Rebecca Lee, Diel and Demure. Rezai and Rihanna. It's my babies. I love you guys. I miss you so much. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for stopping by and kicking it, man. Oh, no it was a pleasure you. chatting with you. Where oh, can people find you on man, social media? Please tap in with me. Um, IG, Twitter. I'm still on Facebook with my government and my, you know, bridge the gap in the middle. <laughs> and I got the artist page on the Facebook. Um, you can catch me on the snap, bridge the snap. Um, but everything else is Bridge the Gap. You can check, hit me on the email, bridgethegap619 at gmail.com. You know, please tap in. YouTube, Bridge the Gap again. Uh, shout out to 220 Music, Second to None. That's my bro. That's what we, we rocking. Shout out to I Need It All. I need a gang in this thing. I need a family. We out here. Um, if you guys want to tap in and get some ch- shirts, um, hit my IG. Slide in my DM one time. And be like, hey, I heard you on the Kick It podcast. Or I was at the show, and you said you was going to give me a free shirt if I tapped in. So here's my size. You feel me? And, and then I'll re- hit, you, hit you back, and I'll get you that, get that shirt to you. Yeah, well, there you go, guys. So there there hit them up. Yeah. Right now. Where's the gap? Again, it's because even on the flyer, they, they kind of messed up, and it's okay. You know what I mean? But it's bridge, T-H-A. Gap. Bridge the bridge the yeah. yeah see how that happened is I was you know when I was coming up with this idea I went to the email I gotta go get an email first and the T H E was gone and I was like ah so I put the A and I just ran with it after that like I'm just gonna be bridge the gap and it's one word you know so it's mm-hmm. not separated it's bridge the gap one word and if you look at my logo you'll see that I have um, the P the H and the D in bridge the gap reverse flip the uh, other way like a mirror so you look in the mirror you see phd which is my foundation where i started gotcha. with oh, that's nice. yeah, yeah. yeah it's deeper than rap man i'm like an onion in here you feel me just keep peeling it back <laughs> all right but i thank you guys for having me oh no, thank you for thank stopping you so by much. kicking it man thank you for letting us hear you 
earlier tonight, man, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I need a gang in this thing. Say, say that. Yeah, uh, new cannabis design and intrigue you records. Yeah, yeah, I got you, baby. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, what's up, guys? We're here with Big G. What up? What yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Yes, he yes. runs Intrigue You Records and yes. New Cannabis Designs. Which, yes. by the way, if you have been seeing our videos and stuff, you've been seeing those beautiful hats we've been rocking. Man, all day. Speaking about that, I don't know. It's right here, actually. Oh, look at that, dude. So, yeah, we've talked about this before, man. And 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 you, like your merchandise. You do embroidery. It's yes. It's I'm trying to come. I'm trying to come different from everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Give everybody the quality that they deserve. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, why, that's why I'm embroidery on. Yeah. How nice. long have you been doing that for? Oh, I started uh, New Cannabis Designs, uh, the actual company, about two years. But I've been doing music since '98. So. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, and it and it stemmed from that, you know. So um, I was telling people at several events that um, the idea stemmed from a song that we done called uh, "Strawberry Kush," and I was trying to figure out a way to incorporate that into some type of, you know, uh, uh, product or you know just mm-hmm. to, to push it out there, and, and we came up with the Kush leaves. Uh, and and got it texturized and the original we did like a, a printout you know like a screen screen print and it just didn't do it you know it didn't do justice so, right uh, once once we put it in the embroidery it just took it to a whole new, a new level and then it just Awesome yeah, like, all right, so, this is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, man, that's dope. So, yeah, so it's, it stemmed from a song called Strawberry Kush, mm-hmm. and that was actually the first embroidery uh, hat that we did. The snapback was uh, our strawberry, strawberry Kush hat. Ah, yeah. nice. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so you said, so he has different uh, different hats. Here, I'll show, yeah. you, I'll show you ladies. So, uh, yeah, obviously there's a that's marijuana a, yeah. plant, yeah. and right there it shows you it's a different strain. So this yeah. one is... Black Widow, as it yeah. says in the back. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's why it has, like, the little uh, triangle uh, <laughs> uh, bow tie. Yeah. Bow tie? Is that like a bow tie? No, yeah. it, well, you know how, you know, a Black Widow has the, the little... The uh, red spot. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, the, in the back of the butt, so... <laughs> 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 so, it's, you know, I was, you know, and it's, it's, it's crazy because every, every design, I try to see how it's going to look before I actually put right. it out. Right. And that was just what I came up with for the strawberry, you know, I mean, for the uh, Black Widow. Nice. So, you know. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so, um, so yeah. talk to us a little bit more about Intrigue You Records, because we had Pac-Man on earlier. Yeah, that's my artist, right? He's hot. He's from Atlanta. Yeah, I hope he, he, you know, got on stage yeah, and yeah, rocked the mic. Him. You know what I'm saying? Um, I started Intrigue You Records back in 1998. And, um... Uh, it, it started from my, you know, my brother. He was in the uh, church doing, you okay. know, his keyboards and stuff like that. But I didn't know how talented he was until I actually took him to to a guitar center. We went into a guitar center and, uh, you know, I was looking for something else, you know, some this or something like mm-hmm. that. But uh, 
I seen a, a crowd forming, and it's like, who is that? And I heard the music coming from the keyboard section. And I'm like, oh my, you know, just blown away. Yeah. Like who the hell, you know? <laughs> and then I walked over there and I bust through the crowd, and, and my brother's right there playing. I'm like, oh hell no. So this is gonna, this is where we're going. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, it's fucking amazing, yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's that's you know what I'm saying it's you know it was a way for me also to keep him out of the streets and right. you know going in the wrong direction and mm-hmm. stuff like that you know what I'm saying so you know it was a good thing nice man yeah. do you have anything coming out? oh uh, yes I got my sons in the music now oh and his name is uh, Double Original and uh, uh he's got a uh, his album that he's gonna be releasing here probably in the next two or three months it's called Let's Take a Trip yeah, yeah, and if you go to our um, Instagram, Intrigue Records mm-hmm. Instagram, um, you'll hear uh, he's we posted a song called Chalkboard. Uh, you'll get a sample of that on our site. So yeah, go mm. check it out. You know, Intrigue Records on Instagram. Yeah, there you up. go. So look him up. Yes, sir. <laughs> so what's your biggest struggle during this process of you know what? everything you do? It's, it's you know I'm saying I, I just try to. You know, make positive moves. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, life is just a struggle in general. So, you know what I mean? As long as you, you know, make that that every move, try to make it a forward move. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You can't go wrong. You know what I'm saying? And, and enjoy the ride. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. It's it's uh, There's a lot of distractions in the world today. And, and we just, you know, you just got to be thankful for every day we get. You know what I'm saying? I think... Uh, you know, some people just kind of forget that the simple stuff, mm-hmm. and we we just need to stay focused. And, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy family and at the time that we do have. Right. You know what I mean? And and you find you know people find their way. You know what I'm saying? So don't never give up. Yeah, there you well, go. What helps you stay motivated? I, I you know what? I just my kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, that's my kids. My kids keep me motivated. Uh, I think. They were my drive from the beginning. Once uh, my mm-hmm. wife said, you know, hey, I'm pregnant, I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, shit, I got to do something else. Oh, shit, something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get your shit together. You got to grow up real quick. Yeah, 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 right? So I'm like, uh, okay, so. You're like yeah. provider mode on. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and, you know, I think uh, people go into those moves, you know what I'm saying? You got to be that, that mm-hmm. person. You got to, you know. Like back in the days, you know, I think that's what. Uh, sometimes I think that's what's lacking today. Mm-hmm. Is uh, people, you know, when you you have all these kids and you know, you, people just don't focus on the kids. They just it's all about self. Yeah. You, know, you got to get back into you know, hey, this this little one's gonna need you need you you know throughout their life. So hey, let that be the reason. You know right. what I mean? How yeah. many kids do you have? If you don't I got mind me two boys. <laughs> I got two boys, 28 and uh, uh, 22. So you know, and then I got a grandson that's four years old. So oh, nice. oh. yeah, that's just the next generation. <laughs> They're doing their thing now. So how you know. how is it um, like raising your kids and then watching them oh, like have their kids and watching them like try to raise it's, their kids? Man, it's the it's beautiful. I, I just you know what I'm saying. Some people aren't blessed to have to have that that you know that blessing mm-hmm. you know what i mean they never or even get a chance to see it so i'm i just every day i just suck it in man just, yeah. you know what i mean just love it love it you know what i'm saying That's it. He, can, he can come over and tear up our house and we'd be like 
we want to say something, but you'd like, uh, like I gotta give you back, so yeah. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> Do whatever you want, you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I think he knows it. That's the problem. <laughs> I know they definitely do. Right? My daughter's like that too, and I'm like, man. Yeah, you're like, uh, okay, I'm gonna kill you. Like, yeah, mom, you weren't like that with me. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. How come I get? Yeah. How come I get away with it? Yeah. She gets away with it because you're not here. Do you do you like see any semblance in like um the way like you, your son raises his kid compared to like the way you raise him? You know, it's a different world, man, and it's it's just it's crazy. Uh, the kids, what they have to put up with today, you know, um, you know, uh, the website and online and the cloud and all social media. Yeah, social media. It could be it could be a a, a blessing because it, it, it takes us to the mm-hmm. unknown, but it's right. also a curse. You know what I'm saying? Because at the same time, so you love it and then you hate it, you know, from uh, what what else that comes with it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you see a lot of people becoming millionaires uh, through the social right. media, but and at the same time, you see, like, mental health, people, like, bullies now, right. you know, social media, they can post it. Uh, so it's a blessing and a curse, man. At the same yeah. time, it's, you know. like make a mistake and if someone's recording it, it's right. there for yeah. life. Yeah, you're like, uh, how yeah, do you get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you know everybody knows it and goes viral. You're like, uh, that wasn't meant for you. <laughs> Ah, shit, why is this coming out on CNN? Like, oh, we're going to pay you for that. <laughs> you know, that's another thing, right? Everybody does everything for money now. It's like, yeah. uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's supposed to be, you know, uh, family. Right. About family, you know what I'm saying? At the, end of, at the end of the day, you get people who got money, all the money in the world, and they're not happy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you got somebody who doesn't have much. But they got the happiness of family. So, right. You know what I mean, yeah. that's what we need to get back into. I think you know, that's just my, you know my my belief. You know what I'm saying? But it's always good. I'm just happy that I got my kids in my life. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Same. Can, it keeps me going. My drive. <laughs> Are you, you ready know? for more grandkids? Uh, yeah. Whatever they give me, hey, I take it. <laughs> You're like, like I said, I get to give yeah, it back. Give it to, yeah. I don't have to keep them. Yeah. You know I said, hey. Your kid did this? Okay, here. Come and get them. I know. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, so it's, it's good. It's good. Life is good. I can't complain. Is your, do you see your grandkid at, like, do any similar music? Oh, or any my God. At, 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 this time, at this time, you you know, if he's four now. I can't even uh, imagine what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? Where it's going to be. Twenty years from now, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's gonna—it's just crazy. You see how fast we went from compact uh, or compact disc to, you know? Yeah, to, to online. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, well, the CDs no more. They're like, what about the pullouts and, and all yeah. that other stuff? Well, it's crazy. Out? Like vinyls are starting to come back too. Yeah, but you know that—that's you know that's almost like DJs love to touch that vinyl. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's. It's almost like a, a, a art, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think, you know, as long as you got vinyl available, DJs is always going to love vinyl. They're going to prefer vinyl over uh, mm-hmm. online, you know, 
just right. downloading something and you know because you can't touch it and, and finesse right you know what i'm saying so i get you yeah i think it's it's, a, yeah. <laughs> nice. it's good Yep. Oh, shit, man. Well, thank you, you for your time. Oh, <laughs> you like, oh, one more question. Hold on, hold on, motherfucker. Hold on. We're not done yet. I'm not done with you. <laughs> shit. That's good. That's good. I'm just, just going to turn my mic off now. <laughs> <laughs> Say something else. <laughs> no, I see that you have a city right here. No, this is, I'm, I'm supporting, you know what I'm saying? I, I support. All my local artists, you know what I'm saying? So if they have CDs available, this is my homeboy, Bloodstone. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I had a, you know, I got to support, you know, I support all local artists. So if they got something available, I'm going to definitely, I'm going to definitely show the support. Yeah, Where can people find you on social media? Uh, uh, we're all over the place. You can Google us via Facebook, Intrigue You Records, Instagram, Intrigue You Records, and, and you is the letter U, Intrigue You Records. So... We're all over the place. Like I said, uh, we've been doing stuff since 1998. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of. Uh, if you Google us, we're, you know, we uh, had a, um, we had a, even a website in Japan. We were moving a lot of music in Japan. Oh shit! Yeah. So I was taking trips out there for a while. Um, it's just trying to come up with a, a actual venue to actually do shows right. out there. You know what I mean? But uh, we'll get there. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll nice. Hell yeah. yeah. For sure. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for being on, bro. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, always a thank pleasure you. running into you, man. Yeah. Likewise. <laughs> likewise. Thank, thank you, you so much. <laughs> All right. Bye. You ready, my brother? All right. All right, guys. We're here with Bloodstone. Bloodstone, how you doing tonight, man? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, I'm, I'm Bloodstone, the street preacher. You know there what I'm saying? There you go. Bloodstone's an old little 70s group. I try to, you know what I'm saying? You put myself in my own little category so people don't get it twisted. But, uh, yeah, I'm Bloodstone the Street Preacher. I'm doing good. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you for stopping by and, first of all, playing tonight and, uh, you know, stopping by and kicking it with us. Oh, yeah, it's all good. Shout out to the homie Smoke Dog and Jam and Jay, the main yeah. event, you know what I'm saying? Help me out, Oceanside Brewery. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate yeah. it. Hey, man, so first of all, how, how'd you get your name? Well, first of all, man, um, <clears throat> I used to be, uh, you know, when I was a young man, I used to do little gang stuff, you know what I'm saying? And, right. Uh, they used to call me Eric Blood, you know what I'm saying? So I changed myself to Bloodstone. My, well, actually, my wife, Princess L.I.V., she said she told she suggested I change my name to Bloodstone, and I know Bloodstone was like a old 70s group, like I was saying. Right. So, you know, to try to, like, push myself to put myself in my own lane, I added the street preacher because uh, all I spit is reality music, you right. know what I'm saying, for the street, you know what I'm saying? About the struggle, you know, no bubble gum, no hop around, jump around shit you hear now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My shit is all reality. Nice, nice. I dig that, man. So uh, how long you been doing music for? Man, uh, I've been rapping since I was 13. I made my first, uh, I used to be in a group called Partners in Rhyme. I made my first uh, cassette when I was 18. Then I'm one of the founding members of a group called the SCT, the South East mm-hmm. Trickeration. One of the first groups out of San Diego. And we did that about, I was about uh, 22. You know what I'm saying? Then when I got about 30 years old, you know, when I was with SCT, we came out with two albums, and then um, things happened. A couple of my people died, and you know, some stopped rapping, but I kept going. That's when I became Bloodstone the Street Preacher, and uh, when I was about 30, I released my own little first solo album on my independent label, B Up Records. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Empire, uh, 
BF Record Empire Distribution. Okay. I released my first album, solo album, then it's been on for, since then, brother. Nice, nice, man. What, um, so can you give us a little breakdown about your set that you just played? Oh, yeah. What I just did, man, I did a couple of songs off of my new EP coming out called Game Face. I got an EP coming out called Game Face. And shortly after that, I'm releasing an album called Bloodstone, the Street Preacher, the chosen one. So, you know, I feel like I'm the chosen one to bring back this G shit, the real music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm getting tired of really all this uh, music that ain't got no substance or anything like that, man. So I'm trying to bring it back to, you know, the Ice Cube and all that shit, the real shit. Right. Are you a San Diego native? Yes, I'm born and raised in San Diego. Nice. Born and raised in San Diego. Have you uh, have you lived anywhere else besides San Diego? No, I've only been in San Diego all my life, man. I only time I ever been to LA was Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I tried living outside of like you know Oceanside. I'm born and raised here in Oceanside. Oh yes, yeah, and uh, I tried to live in Texas for a bit. Nah, it only lasted like half a year, and I was like, nah, fuck this, I need to go back to fucking to the West Coast. Yeah, I feel you. You know, it's, it's, it's not the same, man. I feel you, brother, like, you know, we built for this over here. Yeah, yeah, this is, definitely. This is, this is actually the first time I ever performed in Oceanside. I used to come up here a long time ago and go to the Oceanside swap meet, get a little swap meet. Yeah. I had some albums and stuff in there, man, but this is actually the first time I ever performed up here, so anybody at the Oceanside looking for bloodstone street, please just holler at me. I'm yeah, reasonable. Go. <laughs> So, what? Uh, oh, um, do you have anything coming out? Yeah, um, like I said, I got an a, a EP coming out called Game Face. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I got a little song, you know, I got a little single I put out called Dream. And that's for all the potheads, drunk off of weed. You know what I'm saying? So, go on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, whatever. Just type in Bloodstone Street Preacher, Dream, or just Bloodstone Street Preacher, and all my stuff will come up. All my music will come up. Nice. So, could you give us a little more insight about this new upcoming project? Like, uh, is it, how is it different compared to the other ones you worked on? I feel like, you know, the, the music now, you know what I'm saying? I've always uh, been a person that does music, but I just feel like right now, I'm at the clearest I've ever been as far as mentally. So, I feel like, you know, this music right now, this music I'm giving to release, is going to really show, you know what I'm saying? Show the type of person I am musically and just all around person. Nice, nice. I support all San Diego endeavors. Everybody rapping, iPod, I, I, I mean, uh, podcast, DJ, acting, whatever it is from San Diego, I support it, get it. Yeah, yeah. Through your journey, what what is your biggest struggle? My biggest struggle? Mm-hmm. Throughout this journey. It's hard because, you know, I'm independent. You know what I'm saying? I don't have, you know, I, I'm selling, I, I'm a cat that come out to Trump. <laughs> and, excuse me, and a lot of times, man, you know, San Diego, you know, it's like, a lot of times we're not really too supportive of each other. I call it like the crab in the, crabs in the bucket, you know what I'm saying, situation. When one goes up, the other one try to snatch him down. So it's like, you know, it's hard, you know what I'm saying, it's really hard sometimes to get cast to support, come to shows and do different things, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're trying to change all that because it's funny that the city of support cast them out of town, but won't support the cast that's here actually doing their thing, so we're trying to change that up. Good, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, that's that's why we're here. That's what we do. What we do. Yeah, like I you said, man, like I tell everybody, and I tell everybody this: don't expect nobody to yell for you if you don't yell for nobody else. You don't go right. down like that. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. So throughout, you know, it's really hard to stay motivated and oh, yeah. inspired. What helps you stay inspired? The Lord and my kids, the Lord and my family. That's why I keep going. I've been doing this since I was a young man. I put a lot of years of my life into this. I'm 46. I just turned 46. So it's like, man, I've been doing this since I was 17. I feel like, man, like, this is my calling. I'm like trying to catch a whale with a can of tuna. (laughs) 
<laughs> do your do your kids follow your steps in music? Well, you know, my my, uh, my daughter, she pretty much does her own little thing. She doesn't do music, but uh, she likes music. And my oldest son, he's a computer whiz, you know what I'm saying? So he does, like, he's really into computers and going to school. And I got two other sons, one nine and one seven. It's like, they know I'm doing music and they, you know, they mess around. But, like, it's like all my kids are, like, trying to find their own little path. You know what I'm saying? They, they know I do music and they respect it, you know what I'm saying? Me and my wife both do music. Shout out to my wife, Princess L.I.V. Be on the lookout for her soon. But uh, my kids are pretty much doing their own thing. That's they know, awesome. They know daddy rap and everything. And they know this is my dream. But, you know, and they know if it's good for me, it's going to be great for them. But they pretty much do their own thing. I let my kids do their own thing. If they, ever, if they ever ask me, tell me if any of my kids, believe me, if any of my kids ever tell me, Daddy, I want to make an album, I'll be real happy. Oh, but, you I know, but you know, as long as they're doing positive and doing the right thing, that's all I ask them to do. That's good because a lot of parents tend to force their kids to follow their steps and you're kind of letting them spread yeah. their wings on yeah, their you own. Can't, you can't, one thing you can't do is when you force your kids to do something, to try to be something that you know, they're not trying to be, causes friction. Yeah. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You, you got to deal, you can deal with two different minds. You can't live your kids' life. You got to let them live their own life. Right. I as, long, as long as you ain't trying to be the best dope dealer in the world or the biggest <laughs> robber in the world or something like that, I tell my kids, if you want to be the, per the person that makes the, sh the best straight lines in the world, as long as it's positive, I will be behind you. Right, that's like that's great. That's how you do it. Parenting, which a lot of parents nowadays don't really do that. Yeah, I you, feel. Can't, you can't you can't force your kids uh, to do something like they don't work that way. Right. Yeah. What well, what is like um compared to the way like you were raised to now? What what is one of the huge differences you've seen in like the way the way kids are raised or you know the way parents act? I mean, a lot of kids, you know, they you know you know I I, I look at it like this. Like I, my mom used to always tell me. How you act in the streets and out in public reflects on your home training. If you have to act and foul, that means you don't have to. It makes your mom and your dad and everybody look bad because you can, and you can look at them, a person and be like, this cat ain't got no home training. You know what I'm saying? And like, they talk, the youngsters talk back and they challenge you and all that stuff. Right. When I was a young man, my mama always told me, don't ever, ever talk back to no grown folks. If you got a problem with a grown, you come get me and I'll handle it. You never talk back to a grown person. Right. These cats will cuss you out, want to fight you, all that shit nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Boy, I'll break you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why That's why it is what it is right now. Kids running rampant and not trying to listen, you know, but you got to also think about it, too. A lot of ladies that are having kids, their children, they sell. They probably had kids when they was young. So if you had a baby when you were 16, by the time your kid gets 10, you're only 26. You ain't old, you know what I'm saying? When right. your daughter gets 20, uh, 26, you ain't still ain't gonna be old, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta treat it more like parents and not like we homies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think you, yeah, that's so true. It's like, it's okay if your kids don't like you for a bit. Like, yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Hey, you ain't supposed right. to like me, dude. <laughs> yeah. I know, I'm not your best friend. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not here to, to bubble gum. I'm here to tell you what's, like, I look like this. School gonna tell you what they need, what you need to you know, like, counting and counting money and doing all this. They're gonna give you the, the tools and everything to make it out there, but I'm gonna tell you what you need to make it do in life. In life, yeah, you're I'm training a, I, them for life. It's my job to come at you raw and cut. Like I tell my kids, I got boys. My, my kids ask me something, I tell them the real consequences. Daddy, what happens is I said, well, son, like one time I said, you know, watching you young, playing a little Grand Theft Auto and all that shit, yeah, he's like, well, dad, what happens if you start robbing and stuff? I said, well, I tell you like this, son, 
If you start growing and try to be a robber, they're gonna put you in jail for a long time. And then when you come out, I'm gonna be dead. You're not gonna see me no more. You know what I'm saying? True. So you know, don't follow what everybody. This shit right here, you watch, it's not real. They get away with it on TV and all that, but in life, they lock your ass up for many, many, many decades. Real quick. <laughs> Real quick. Especially being a young minority, being minority, they want to shut us down. Yeah. Mexican, blacks, whatever. Yes. They want to shut us down. Why you think a cat that's 20 years old sell a little rock, get 20 years. By the time you get out, when, you, when you're young, you're still active. You can do your thing, you know what I'm saying, like that. But as you start to get older in age, you start to like think about the consequences yeah. and all that. So you kind of calm down. But then when you're an old person, you can't kick up no dust. And that's how they want you to be. When you're young, they'll lock your ass up and let you out when you're an old man so you can't do nothing. Exactly. Uh, they want that's how the system works. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Shit, that's what they make money off of. The oh, minority yeah. cast us, the, you know what I'm saying? They want us. They do. I've been trying to tell everybody, man, especially if you're young, they really want you. I know. That's why you do something one time all the years you get. You know what I'm saying? Back when I was a kid, man, shit happened. Mother get probation. You know what I'm saying? Whatever situation would be, three years, something like that. Now mother catch a case, 20 years. Like, damn, homie. My first time ever doing something. That's, yeah. how they, that's how they set it up, though. They set it yeah, up like that now. so true. Eliminate us, homie, they can do what they want to do. They feel yep. they can do what they want to do. Every time a motherfucker try to get friction, what they try to do, they try to shut them down, homie. Kill them or put them in jail for a long Do something. Somehow try to censor them. You know what I'm saying? I'm the street preacher, homie. I'm here to bring, the, bring, bring it back, bring back the real. I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Not on no telling, on no snitching shit, but on some real live G shit. Right, right. That's right. Yeah. So you seem very experienced. Um, for someone listening, feeling like they're struggling through the process of an artist, what is good advice you can give them? Don't never ever quit. Don't let nobody that eat shit, piss, get sick, <laughs> die, whatever, like you can, tell you can't make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If a motherfucker, I don't care who it is, if a motherfucker don't like what you're doing, he has he's entitled to his own opinion. Just move on. But never quit. You'll never let a motherfucker tell you you can't make it. That's true. That's great always, advice. always <laughs> keep going. Whatever the situation may be, if you feel it in your heart and your soul and it's burning that deep, that's the Lord telling you something. Keep pushing. Yes. That's the Lord telling you something. And you know, he he's undefeated. Definitely. God-fearing right here. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to church in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> So one more time, where can people find you on social media? Yeah, just you know, any kind of social media. Just type in Bloodstone, The Street Preacher, Spotify. I got my music on there, videos, YouTube, whatever the situation may be. Bloodstone, The Street Preacher. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this interview with us. I appreciate you guys. Really I, appreciate, I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. It's all yeah, good. Can. Good luck and God bless y'all. Thank you. You thank as well. Y'all. Hey, all right, guys. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is the end of the show. Now we're just jamming. Uh, Got Mimi on the mic back there. What? Got Mimi on the mic. Oh yeah, Mimi. Mimi's on the mic. Mimi's right now jamming, man. She's always jamming. <laughs> it's always it's always nice listening to her and shit. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in and enjoying the show. Thank thank you for those who came out. Shout out to Side Brewing Company for letting us host this event at such short notice. To Bloodstone, Nikki T. GT Active, Victor V, Intrigue U Records, New Cannabis Designs, 
Jam and Jay, Smoke Dog, the main event show. April, uh, Lux Crew. Simba G. Who? Simba G. Simba G, yes. It was her first Lux time performing. Girl. Yeah, and uh, shit, am I missing anybody? Pac Man. Pac Man. Oh, yeah, 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 with Big G, yeah, yeah. Shit, and uh, right, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Leslie, thank you for coming through. Gracias. Uh, I think, I think we're, we're done. Yeah, thanks for listening and tuning in. Yeah. Not least, my boy Smoke Dog Tony. And uh, okay, now we're out. That's it. <laughs>